the Snug Dan Nerdcast. I'm Kevin, and as always, I've got Danny cross table. Yo. But, as with last episode, and our little update, if you listen to it, we are in our recording studio. Not gonna not be, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna not be excited about that for like the next few episodes. So, uh, you'll get tired of it. I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> it's just the, the work that got put into making it happen is just, just makes me so happy. So, yeah. Um, uh, did anyway. I, did I, I, uh, Kevin did. I I think we might have said this on the episode with Joseph, but Kevin did uh, just about everything in here um, on his own, which is awesome. Uh, I get excited. I get this. Yeah. I get the item for the for the room, and then I get excited. And before I can be like, "Yo, <laughs> Danny, like, come over and help me set it up," I'm just like, "Yeah." It I was up. like, "I was like, hey, when you get those in, uh, when you want to set those up, let me know, and uh, I'll come over and help you set them up." And then like he sends me a Snapchat like the next day and be like, "Look, I set them up." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> So um, I get impatient. I'm like, that's nah, great. I, I'm like, I just want to do it. Let's do it. <laughs> yep. Um, so Kevin, so, uh, I guess we'll just jump right to the gun. I don't yeah. see why not. Um, we're going to try out uh, another top 10 episode, right? Yeah. Uh, our top 10 TV shows. Um, now these could be any, any show that aired on TV at any point. Um, based on, you know, what we can remember, obviously, um right here right now um i have one that didn't air on tv but oh i mean it is a show <laughs> it is yeah, a tv it'll show it'll be fine say if that i mean i i stuck to ones that aired on tv personally but because then uh bravest warriors absolutely would have made my list oh if, i see because uh, i kind of want to because like i i don't really watch tv anymore so when i think show yeah. i just think like a show like yeah. any show which is fair. um but i think it's only the one so Shouldn't be a big deal. It's all good. I get the um, feeling that I know which one it is already. <laughs> we'll see. You might be surprised. I don't know. We'll um, see. All right. Well, I guess, uh, yeah, why don't you uh, go ahead and start with your number you 10? You want me to start it off? All right. Yeah. Well, Kevin, um, this one, we, we might share it. In fact, I, th- I think we probably share this one at some point in the list, but I'm going to put it as my number 10 because I have... I guess I guess I'll throw out a prerequisite for my list. Mm-hmm. The, the little, like, prerequisite... Um, parameters that i had so all of these shows are in my opinion really good shows um some of them are funny some of them are dramatic some of them are entertaining some of them are anime Mm -hmm. um but for the most part these are all on here because they either mostly because they they touched me in a way they they were really important don't you dare any of you take that the wrong way i won't (laughs) I will, <laughs> I will see your lips shut. Honestly, what's impressive is, is I didn't go there. <laughs> I was thinking, My brain I you didn't for go sure, there right? until you said it. And then I was like, oh, God. Um, <laughs> so these shows in one way or another, whether they were funny, whether they were deep, um, they affected me or helped shape my life in some way, shape or form. So okay. without further ado, say, number it's a 10. Little, for little different me. to how I did mine, but I'll explain yeah, that once my turn. Because personally, I couldn't rate them based on quality, 10 to 1. Like, I do have one as, like, I think my my all-time favorite show, but Oh, mine are definitely these, not by quality, but yeah, yeah, I but, used a different but, criteria. But they're than, all in a top 10 bubble, I yeah. think, is a good point, you know? Um, So, number 10 is Supernatural, 
We this do guy, share this one on our list. Yeah, I figured. I figured. Um, so this guy, so Supernatural, way back when I was like, when I was a little kid, mm-hmm. um, my brother used to watch it, and I saw it one time. It was the Scarecrow episode, season one, episode like four or something like that, mm-hmm. five. I can't remember. Um, God, that that Scarecrow episode. Scarecrow God. episode is really scary. It's, uh, it's a creepy one, yeah. That yeah. was that was super early. Like That had to be within the first three seasons because it got a lot less creepy after season three and got a lot more like into the story. Yes, yeah. It, I mean, it had this grainy film effect. I love it. I mean, yeah. it was so cinematic, of this show back then. Um, but my brother would watch it, and then I wanted to watch it, and they said it was too scary for me. So for years, I blocked it out of my memory as a kid um until about when when did i tell all you guys about it like in, oh, in high school uh, that chris high school? had not gone off to uh the military yet so that had to have been high school yeah so like that was i want to say our junior year junior year of high that's school that's what i want to say because i was hanging out with chris a lot when uh when you showed us so i'm gonna go with I think junior year. i think that's about right yeah, yeah. so junior or sophomore year of so high it would school have been like 2013 two. 2014 for us um one of those two i was sleeping in bed back when I still had cable. I woke up in the middle of the night to an episode of Supernatural, and I was watching it. And I was like, "Man, this looks like a movie. I wonder what I wonder what movie it is." It was pretty interesting. I checked it, and it was Supernatural, the TV series. And I thought, "This is a TV series. I gotta watch the rest of this." And so I started from episode one, fell absolutely in love with it. You know, mm-hmm. watching episode. I think season one is what I watched, and the whole journey with Sam and Dean and trying to find their dad who's just missing like that uh, yep. that alone is just a good premise you know two brothers who are kind of like separated they don't talk anymore yeah one brother's like dude we got to find our dad like he's missing in a way that he's never gone missing before i still um, it took me until my third time watching through supernatural before i actually caught correctly in the first episode the uh, jack jim and jose comment yeah, I, I, the joke or whatever <laughs> like, he was like, I ah, just you know up at the cabin with Jack, Jim, and Jose. We just got to go bring him back. And oh, my yeah. brain was like, Why don't we ever meet Jack, Jim, or Jose for the first two times through? And then the third time, it finally registered. Oh, I was like, Oh my God, Jack Daniels, Jim Beam, <laughs> Jose Cuervo, son of a bitch. It's <laughs> like I'm so dumb. I was so innocent. <laughs> Yep. Um, and so the, <laughs> so the, uh, the dynamic between the brothers was great. Uh, their relationship with their father, I think was also great. I love the idea of like an estranged father and like, and, and just like two sons who are pissed off at him trying to like figure out where they belong. Um, and then as the show, I kind of, and I, and after watching that first season, I, I brought it to Kevin and a whole bunch of our friends that yeah. we were all going to this club. That I was like, guys, wildfire. I was like, guys, you have to watch Supernatural. It is a crate. I was like, think about it. Monsters, drama, and like, like just think about hunting monsters, but it's real life. And they were like, yeah, sure. Um, they watched it and it became a total craze in our group. We had our own little supernatural fandom in our, in our little group there in high school for a little while. Um, and so from, from season one to season two, three and all through, I've kept up with it. I just finished the series like not too long ago. Um, it was a little bittersweet, but, um, the series means quite a bit to me personally, just because, there's a lot of good moments in there, and I think it was just a really well-made series. Uh, 
I fell behind on it and I just have not had time to devote to watching any TV series, so I still have yet to actually fully finish. Yeah, but what season did you make it to? Uh, I think I was... Oh, how many seasons did they release? Was it... 15 15? total. Okay, then I made it to 12. Look, look at that. 12 like, I'm seasons. I'm so close. Who watches 12 that. seasons of a show? You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, you know? So, anyway, this is getting a little long for one, um, but... but It's all good. That's supernatural for me. Um, it, it was just... It's a show that means a lot. It, it carried through my life. Grew yep. up with it, kind of. Uh, so... Sorry, it yeah. just makes when I mention it go a little bit faster. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> no, I kind of okay. took your thunder. No, you're good. Um, cool. So what is your number one? Kevin? So before, uh, number 10, you mean? I mean, 10. Yeah. Okay. 10, I, was like, of course. I was like, wait, did you tell me your number one? Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I meant 10. I meant um, 10 if I said one. Um, yeah. So, uh, what you call it? Um, I actually used more of like, I used when I kind of figured out like what shows I either can keep watching or, keep rewatching like the more the more i can rewatch it the more of like a comfort show it is the more connected okay. i feel to it so that's the, a really more, good way to make the list yeah, i wish so like i thought that of was, that that was how i did mine but i but you know i have a couple of shows on here that are that are like that as well yeah so this one is funny there's there's so many people that are probably gonna laugh at me about it but it's fine i don't care judge me all you want i don't care um we we established that when I was when we were talking about PlayStation. Um, anyway, my number ten is uh, Gilmore Girls. What the fuck, Kevin? <laughs> what it's the a show that I used to watch. Bro. I used to watch it with my mom, like when I was a kid, and it just I don't know. It always stuck with me, and like, I've I've so so heavily identified with uh, Luke Danes. Um. Who, if anyone hasn't seen it, he's like one of he's not a he's not the main character. Like it follows it follows Lorelai Gilmore and her daughter Rory, um, but he's one of the like main townspeople that they interact with on a regular basis. Um, and he just he's this like grumpy diner owner who doesn't like people. <laughs> it's just, I just, I resonate way too well with, uh, with his character. You are a grumpy diner. Owner. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so I, yeah, I just, I've, I've always resonated so heavily with, uh, Luke Danes as a character and just, I've always loved that show partly because of the fact that like, it was just something that me and my mom did. Um, together. Ooh, see, there's that um, meaning. See what I mean? That's. Yep. I was like, ooh. And like, that's. It's one of those. It's like a comfort show for me now. Like, if I, that's if awesome. I, like, anytime I'm like kind of feeling sad, but I'm not feeling like like watching a comedy to try and lift my spirits. I'm like, well, I'll just I'll watch Gilmore Girls, and I just kind of like. And there you go, man. Yeah, like it. That's a good show. Um, I mean, I I actually haven't seen Gilmore Girls, so I'm, I don't know if it's a good show, but um, that's a good reason to put the yeah. show. I meant is it's it's a good show. Um, How many seasons does it have? Uh, that's an excellent question. Give me a second, and I will pull that up. I think. Do I have? <laughs> I don't even have Netflix on my phone. Uh, Google it. One. How many seasons does Gilmore Girl 
want to say it's at least seven. It's seven. Nice. Okay, so seven seasons. That's yeah, yeah. seven seasons. And then they also they released a, a separate thing that was uh, Gilmore Girls: A Year in the Life that was supposed to be like a like a mini sequel series. Uh, it was like four episodes. Ah, damn. Um, yeah. It was like one for each season. Yeah. Um, that makes that sense. was like a post, like after everything that had transpired in the the um, series. Yeah, the main series is gone. They released it like years later. So. So as as your list progresses, um, it, are, are the shows getting like more personal or like how did you order it? I'm sorry. I, shows yeah, you I could did just it go like, back to. It's it's a mix. Like it was kind of like a, a cross between like shows that I continue to go back to and shows that like, um, that I kind of like connect with, resonate with. Um, so like the more the more I rewatch it, the more I like, and also I did kind of use like a little bit of the like it shaped me in some way like. Yeah, I think maybe you even didn't really even realize it when you were. Yeah. Because you were like, you were like, oh, I watched it with my mom, and I was like, huh? It was like, there yeah, it's go. like there's like an emotional connection to each of the shows on here in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, I think that's huge. Like, I think we're gonna find out that timing is really big with TV shows. Like, yep. timing is huge. So if you if you have a good plan for a, a decent show at like a dark time in the country, like a pandemic, <laughs> probably a good, probably gonna succeed. Um, <laughs> it's, Anyway, um, oh, yeah, cool, cool. Well, we'll move on to number yeah, nine. number nine, number number nine. So number nine. Um, so my number nine. This is the digital show that I was talking about that didn't air on TV, mm-hmm. but it is a Netflix original show. Okay, I'd and still count that as a TV show now because Netflix is doing like right, it nobody really is. watches cable anymore. Yeah, I mean, cable unless they're watching so, news. I hope not. Cable is so dead. Oh, um, old people <laughs> watching the news. That's about it. <laughs> Yeah, so this is a Netflix original, and it's not you, Y-O-U. It's not that, unfortunately. I thought about putting that, but it really wasn't one of my favorites. It was just a show that I really I, kind of enjoyed. I enjoyed it, but yeah, it didn't make my list either. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, but this show, I think this show is, it has a lot, like, it's pretty important to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, tackles some tough subjects. It's very deep. Uh, it starts off as kind of like a joke. Um but it number nine is gonna be Bojack Horseman. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I I really sh- I don't have to talk too much about it, but um, if you haven't seen Bojack Horseman, it's really about this dude. I mean, they're all animals, but yeah. really, what it's about is a dude who's famous that can't find happiness, and he can't. He's not happy with himself. He's not happy with his decisions, and. It's really a show about like depression, what mm-hmm. it does to you, um, the people around you, and it kind of ends. It ends pretty pretty well, I think, for a show that went on for I think four seasons or so. Um, it ended pretty well, and it was a it was a journey, is what it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of these shows, when you watch them on my list, it's going to be a journey. And uh, if you haven't seen BoJack Horseman, you should absolutely watch it. I haven't it, actually. I it'll, need to. <laughs> it'll definitely touch you. Like at first, it's a dumb show. At first, mm-hmm. it's a show that's like, God, this is kind of silly. Um, but then I think around like middle of season two, they drop some like, you know, some deep Easter eggs. That's like, whoa, what's that? And um, it's just really good at at showing you kind of this ugly side uh, of like depression and what it means to be depressed and how to help with that. Um, and your ups and downs in life. So that show really, I had to list it because it left a huge impact on me after I watched it. Um, 
So yeah, that for me is going to be number nine. BoJack Horseman. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. My number nine is Criminal Minds. Okay, that I feel like I feel like that's a pretty good pick. I feel like a lot of people love Criminal Minds. That one, um, I mean, I've kind of watched it with all kinds of people, so that one doesn't have like a direct connection that way. Yeah. Um, but I've always just really been. I've had this like weird liking of like understanding the psychology of the human mind, and they really touch on a lot of those things. Um, in that because of the fact that they're, you know, they're profilers and they kind of go through like a bunch of like psychology type stuff. Yeah, going through the criminal's um, minds. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that's, it's always been, that's one that I've really enjoyed. And I also like, I also like mysteries. And so like the, the it bit is still yeah. like a, yeah. There's some pretty good mysteries in there. Where it's like, damn, that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I live for that shit. Like, yeah. And so that's, I, I also, it also helps. There's a, a book series that I started reading that I'm, I'm totally forgetting the name of at the moment, but, um, he's like still in the process of writing them. Like I had to wait for the second book to come out, uh, after I read the first one, found out of nowhere, if memory serves, the author was Mike Owen. Um, I will, I'll double check that and give an update later, but, um, yeah, it was. Uh, it follows a uh, an analyst for the uh, behavioral analysis unit, um, of as well. Lines? So not criminal oh, minds, but like a, it's a like a I said, it's completely disconnected. It has nothing to do with criminal minds. Yeah, but okay, like gotcha. it's yeah. another one of those like it's following the BAU in the FBI, which is the same thing that Criminal Minds is, and it's like you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It's a really good book series. I'll have to. I'll. I'll make sure to get the information Definitely on it added. Like we have some mention people it later. who read audiobooks or listen to audiobooks yep. uh, that are listening. So I mean, definitely if you can remember it. Um, yeah, I'll definitely. Um, I'll make sure that I have it uh, next hour. I'll pull. I'm, I'm gonna pull it up. There um, you go. I, we can get. We can get a little. Blur I'll add here. it later. Okay. Um, yeah, there you go. But yeah, I'll probably pull it up while you're telling your next one. But yeah, no so that's yeah. my that's my number nine. Okay, cool, man. Um, that's a solid number nine to give, actually. Um, so my number eight, this one, this one might be like a little bit controversial. This is more of a recent show. Um, I think it's one of the better put together TV shows. Um, but this show I started out watching with, uh, Pops. He was in the living room and I came out and I just watched this happens a lot with my TV shows. I, I end up just seeing a clip of it and I'm like, damn, what is that? I gotta, I gotta find out. And, um, he was watching The Walking Dead. Um, so The Walking Dead is going to be my number eight. It was a. It started out, I think, really slow. Uh, I could never get into The Walking Dead. Yeah, I mean, it was... A lot of people think it's really bad. I, I like it. I think that um the main character, Rick, he's very... He's very much so like my father. And so because of that, I feel like I... I was kind of like watching someone who embodied my father in like a TV show of like what he would do in an apocalypse and what he would prioritize. And, um, it brought me and my dad, you know, a little bit closer together. And, um, we were able to talk to each other about like what's important, what you would prioritize in like a situation like that. And it was a, it was a really fun time to just kind of, um, watch that series and, share the share the tragic experiences along the way like uh at one point in the show one of the character dies and and he and i were watching it at the same time and like we watched the character get killed and we both just shouted no like we like we were we were both like no way 
um, we were upset about it. And it was it was just a cool experience to have with him. Um, and the show itself, I think, is good. They got a little bit too drama heavy for me in the later seasons. I'm not huge on like drama itself. I I like the nuances of drama, like who's involved in kind of like mysteries around it. But mm. I'm not I'm not really like a like a he said this, she said that kind of guy drama. I'm not a fan of it. And so when when The Walking Dead kind of had some of that in the early seasons, and then it had some in the later, it lost me a little bit. Um, and I mean, I I, I hadn't seen the la- last season, the latest season killed it for me. But for a while there, The Walking Dead was for sure one of my one of my favorite shows, and it will probably be one of my favorite shows because it was. Um, a, a, t- a zombie TV show that was actually that yeah. good, um, which was kind of unheard of for its time, really. So, uh, yeah, that's my number eight. Did you get that? Did you get that name? I did. So the name of the author was actually Mike Omer, not Owen. Um, and Owen sounds familiar, though. The first book is called A Killer's Mind. Um, I read that one. Absolutely loved it. Had to wait for him to finally release In the Darkness. Uh, which is the second one. It looks like he's actually finished the third one. So I need to actually, I need to finish. Um, I need to finish in the darkness because I'm about a uh, quarter of the way through it right now. There you um, go. But yeah, that's, uh, it follows a, uh, an analyst in the BAU named Zoe Bentley and like her, a bunch of stuff that she deals with, um, which it's, it's, it's a really good book in my opinion. It's definitely worth the read. Especially if you're into stuff like Criminal Minds and uh, NCIS, those kinds of like uh, uh, crime shows. I was just telling our friend group, man, like I, I really want to get back into reading. But I don't know why I just can't muster myself to do it. I don't know. Yeah, it's a it's, weird thing. I, I used to, whenever I'd go to the gym, um, I would finish my workout by like riding several miles on one of the bikes, and I would just read while I while I pedaled. That's a good idea. And so then I'd like, whenever I got close to the end of a chapter, I'd like, okay, last two pages of the, ch- or like last page of the chapter, or last two pages of the chapter, like get up off the seat and pedal as hard as you can until you finish the page and then, and then go back to like reading going. casually until you reach the end of the next one or something. Yeah. Oh, and okay. so like, That's or a like, great idea. I'd either do like end of the chapter. I'd go like every so often, like I just pick a page. And as soon as I started that page, I'd be like, all right, assume, like I'm going to read, I'm going to read this page and I'll just pedal like as hard as I can while I'm reading this page. And then as soon as I'm done with this page, then I'll, you know, go back to normal pedaling. That's a good idea, man. I might, so then it gave me like, yeah, it kind of like gave me something to kind of get some extra into the workout. And then also I was reading while I was doing it. So, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, what is your number eight, Kev? My number eight was, I moved away. It was Harmon quest. No, it was not. It Kevin. was. Was it really? It's absolutely, Harmon Quest. Did you know about this show before I told you about it? Or I did. did. You, you did. Okay. I yeah, did. I had already. I had watched like the first two or three episodes before uh, you mentioned it at Philip's birthday. My man um, listed a Dan Harmon TV show. Yep. <laughs> I I loved Harmon Quest. Um, and so it, good. Yeah. It was. It was very well thought out. Very well done. I super enjoyed it. Um, and D and D as everyone, you know, that listens regularly knows just holds this very solid place in my heart. So without a doubt, Harmon quest is, is one that I'm very much about. Go over, um, go over a little bit about what Harmon quest is because it's, it's a little confusing. So Harmon quest is, um, is Dan Harmon 
or yeah, Dan yeah, Harmon. Dan Harmon. Yeah. Dan Harmon um, he plays D and D with like he's got one person who's like a normal extra and his DM uh, that's normal on the show, and then he has like a guest uh, star, some celebrity that he will have on for each episode. That you know, the DM will kind of uh, dictate some sort of role for them in the the party as they're going through their quest. Um, and so he just, he just, he plays D and D on a TV show or like some iteration It's probably more like a Pathfinder or it's, or it's 3.5 edition, uh, D and D, but it's, it's tabletop medieval time. So it's something similar to D and D at, at, uh, worst. Definitely tons um, of role playing it. And it's really funny. It's, yeah. It's um, very entertaining. This, it, a lot of the like first guests that he had on were like, people who also do comedy like they were actors but they also do comedy um aubrey plaza yep. was on there that's a big one mm-hmm. um that, i mean I, there's more i can't even think of their but names yeah. but there's a ton of but, really but we can't forget her episode because hers was hilarious dude i love her <laughs> she's like i'm gonna start i just can i i'm just gonna go over here i'm gonna start a little fire in the corner i'm just gonna start a fire over here like, okay. like, all right, yeah you start a fire. it's so funny um so like she was oh, she was very pick, much man. like uh the the like very creative people that had never played D and D before, and like yeah. you get them into D and D, and all of a sudden they're like, "Wait, I can do anything." And you're like, "I mean, as long as it's within realm of rel- like as long as it's relatively possible." Like, yeah. Like if you're like, "Oh, I want to magically light this thing on fire," like, do you have a spell that does that? Yeah, this thing does. And okay, you do it. Yeah, kind of cool. You know, I want to um, break down the door. All right, make me a strength check. Like, are you strong enough to break down the door? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Do you break down the door? The cool <laughs> part about Harmon Quest is that it's a very cool show that like shows you like. If you were to introduce people to D and D, like this would be a good way to do it because yeah. um, they get to watch other people who don't know anything about D and D, and they get to like see how excited they get. They get to mm-hmm. experience like a cool story, and like you see how they transform from this person who doesn't know D and D at all to this person who goes, "Damn, this is this is pretty fun." And then mm-hmm. they start getting into it, like from episode one, seeing how the characters act and like and the the people play them, mm-hmm. and then you get to the later episodes, and you're like they're really playing their characters you know yeah. like they they really get into it at the end there um lo- that's a great pick dude that's yep. i actually i'm kind of jealous i didn't pick that uh, i i love harm for sure goes in honorable mentions for me oh yeah i've got well i've got another one of his shows and that's an honorable mention mm-hmm. i've got a bunch of honorable <laughs> mentions dude like i said I, I was thinking of shows and i was like oh my god i've got so many to list here <laughs> yeah um great show kevin that's yep. a great one so that's my number eight mad respect to that one on okay. to seven Number seven, uh, my seven. So this one I haven't seen. I hadn't seen until about last year. Um, I think last year it was either last year or the year before. Uh, either way, this one surprisingly is a. It's technically a kids show, but I think. But I oh. thought, yep. I thought though that the. I don't think this is the one that we're gonna have but um i thought the writing was really really good the humor was spot on the the plot was really engaging the mystery above all else because this was the cornerstone of the show uh was so good and this is and just by saying that you probably know what the show is i did from the beginning (laughs) um it's gravity falls it is gravity falls because this show Right from the get-go, they established such a heavy layer of mystery um, about this kid who moves with his sister. Uh, not moves, sorry. They spend this kid and his sister. They spend a uh, or a twin rather 
spend a summer with their grandpa and it's this place called the mystery shack kind of like one of those touristy gift shoppy uncle stan um yeah sort of those <laughs> shitty like gift shops that you run into along the along a highway and uh and they start uncovering a huge mystery and the show is i mean the mystery is actually really huge and grunkle mm-hmm. stan has this secret that kind of is there that like the show is is just good enough in the first episode to keep you watching it and then at the very end it gives you that little twist at the end that makes you go oh and then that kind of pulled it pulled me right in mm-hmm. i've never had a show really do that at least not a kids show do that so well yeah um and the it's, guy alex hirsch the guy that made it uh, he's he's really good friends, I think, with like Dan Harmon and and the people who make like Brightest Warriors and stuff like that. So he's got uh, he's a great mind. Um, and Gravity, I mean, the show just, is so good, man. From it is. The, it's from an the, excellent show from the beginning to the final fight um, to the show's main antagonist, Bill Cipher. You know, mm-hmm. um, there's so much mystery, so much character development, so much depth in the show. I really had to put it on this list. And um, again, like this list isn't like. Not to say that Gravity Falls is necessarily better than Supernatural, um, but you know it, it just came later on the list mostly because uh, I think I think it left. I think it was just a really strong impact, um, and not that the shows that come later on the list are any better, um, but they're all kind of in that bubble of top ten. But yeah, so Gravity Falls number seven. Mm-hmm. All right, so my number seven is Parks and Rec. There you go, some um, Chris Pratt. Yeah, I love, I love Chris Pratt. I yeah. love Ron Swanson. Um, I I forgive Leslie for uh, the people that she likes uh, because she's <laughs> funny. <laughs> I'm not gonna get into oh, that Kevin. though. <laughs> you already did. Um, I I love I love April. <laughs> uh, just yeah, I I love most of the characters that are in that. There you go. Like it's just it's it's a funny show it's it's very well done i honestly like the mockumentary type uh shows i've found are actually really entertaining like i didn't think they would be initially like i super didn't get into the office or parks and rec or any of those ones like until a few years ago but parks and rec is one of those shows that like i i got peacock for that and one other show that's on it that like i just couldn't I couldn't live without. <laughs> I had to have them in rotation. There you go. <laughs> um, but it's it it, uh, it follows the uh, Parks and Recreation Department of uh, City in Pawnee, Indiana. For anyone who hasn't watched or doesn't know, um, and the uh, the director is uh, he's very anti-government. Oh, the that's director o- of the- Aubrey Plaza is in Park Parks and Rec. Yes, she is. She's, She's in. Yeah, she's April. That was scary. Something just hit your window. Did it? Oh. I mean, it was sounded like a leaf, but spooky. I don't know. Um, but anyway, yeah, uh, Aubrey Plaza's uh, April uh, in the show. But yeah, she uh, or the the whole the whole show just kind of follows this this group and um, the the development of the town and everything else that they that they go through the the crazies that just. I resonate with the the people, some of the people that are in the the area here. Like <laughs> some of the people are just so over the top, no doubt, in every direction. Um, yeah, I mean, Par- Parks and Rec is pretty huge. I don't, I don't know that it has a as big of a following as The Office, 
No, it's but not, it is still, it's made by, uh, it was developed by one of the producers from The Office. That makes a lot of sense. Um, I mean, it is beloved, though. They're, the people that is, do like it, they, they really love it. It is. It's very good. Um, that's, it's one of the shows that, like, I have, I have a handful of shows that I'll watch, like, I'll put them on when I go to sleep kind of thing. Just kind of, like, let them run in the background, um, when I go to sleep. And, uh, that's, that's one of those shows that's on that list, which is why it's, a part of this list is because <laughs> Gilmore Girls is also part of that list sometimes too, where it's oh, like, I yeah, you, just yeah. throw that on there. So like, again, it's shows you would go then, back to and have on the background yep. and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, for so, sure. and I can, I can quote way too many things from it. So <laughs> hell yeah. Um, it definitely, yeah, it definitely belongs on that list. Right on. What was that? Number seven. That was yes. Number seven. So you're on a number six. Okay. Number six. So I want, first of all, I want you to understand how difficult it was for me not to just fill this list with anime. <laughs> I mean, not that I, not that I like, I, not that I'm not allowed to. Um, yeah. But uh, there are just so many good anime out there. So this next one is definitely going to be an anime. And um, a few of our friends have actually like talked about this one or like have shown interest in it. And I can't stress enough how, how, how much I think you should watch this show if you haven't seen it already. You've seen a little bit of it. Um, and that's going to be Death Note. Okay. This show, just from an, like, even if, even, even from like an art standpoint, this show kind of just, it is a bit of art because the art style is gorgeous. The lighting and the camera shots throughout the entire show, we're talking about the anime, not the Netflix movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Everything about the show, from the shots to the music, oh god, the music, especially the music, um, to the voice acting, to the animation, to the everything, the mind games, everything about Death Note is so beautiful and so well made um, that it really captivates you. And then, um, for anyone who doesn't know, Death Note is about a dude who finds a notebook on the ground at school. He's this really smart kid. He finds a notebook on the ground at school. He picks it up, it says Death Note, whoever's name is written in the note will die, and he says, ah, whatever, it's, that's bullshit, and then he, he tries it out later on a dude that's trying to diddle a girl, um, and it works, and he kills him, and then he has to kind of deal with that idea of, I just killed somebody, and then it, it develops to kind of this god complex, um, and then it kind of develops into this mind game showdown with, like, the greatest detective in the world, um, so you have kind of like this Sherlock Holmes versus greater enemy kind of kind of interaction. Well, you're following the enemy. Um, and the show is really cool. Again, this is another show that like my brother used to watch all the time um, that I would watch as a kid. And like I, I would see episodes here and there and I really liked it. Um, but I mean, it's just one of those shows that like you see and that you want to show to somebody because it's just so good. Um, definitely, if you haven't seen it, check out death note it's one of the legendary anime out there it's not even that long it's two seasons i believe it's 26 episodes so it's not even that bad um check it out it love it absolutely love the show yeah it's uh that is a good one i so i actually had not seen the anime before i watched the live action and we've dana yeah, and i yeah. both have expressed previously on other episodes how we feel about the live action um Defoe, though hey he's i know great. that's he's always great <laughs> i will i will never stop saying that wellam defoe is the only good thing that existed in the live action netflix adaptation of death note yeah, can we get like our own tv show with just willem 
Like, I know, right? Uh, can we get a Will Dafoe like TV show? Yeah, it's like just a, crazy and he does batshit insane stuff. Can we just do like a like a Tyler Perry thing, but with <laughs> but with Willem Dafoe, where he just plays all the characters? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, oh, that would be, be hilarious. That'd be yeah, that'd be too much. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so my number six was the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Now, okay, when you say original, so maybe I can relate, but when I was a kid, so there was there was a 2D one, and that's all the only one I can think of is it's a 2D one, and they were, it was like kind of like a Teen Titans type of animation style almost, maybe a little, la- little worse, <laughs> like not as artsy, but kind of rougher, more flat 2D. Um, that's kind of what I think of. I don't, I don't know if I've seen the original, original TV show. So this is one that our older viewers will be more uh, excited about because this is the TMNT. The one that I'm talking about is the one that like our parents grew up watching. Um, I want to say it was in the first couple of episodes they faced off against like this brain thing. That was like Krang. Oh, the Krang. Yeah, the Krang. They're an alien race. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The Krang. If that's if I'm remembering the right one. No, that's right. It's It's been a long time since I've watched any of them. Oh, you might not. It might not be the first episode. But yeah. yeah, But oh goodness, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was, in my opinion, by far the best out of any Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle anything that's been released as as good as the very long standing television show that they had for it when we were kids it was like Cartoon Network as good as that one was like nothing nothing touches the original you're gonna have to watch it because I remember the one I saw um, it was probably the one on Cartoon Network but I remember they like fought against Shredder Yep. And there was just like this really sick like fight scene against Shredder. They were getting cut up. There was blood and like oh, I was yeah. like, damn, this is badass, you know. Oh, it was super cool. It was very um, well done, but in my opinion, I, nothing I must, nothing I've beats the original. the original. Yeah, I've never seen it. I'm <laughs> on, gonna have on to watch one. it. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, you have a lot of older shows on your list. <laughs> I have yeah, I mean this You have your parents to blame for that one. They yeah. watch they watch older TV. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they, but I mean, good. honestly, good like it was the same way that it was really hard for you to not fill the whole thing with anime. It was really hard yeah. for me to not fill it with boomerang well, dude. Um, <laughs> shows from boomerang. Like, phew. I mean, I used to walk into your house. Your dad would be watching leave it to beaver. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's black and yeah, white. The, yeah. Like, leave oof. it to beaver. Andy Griffith show. Those are absolutely yeah, like yeah. those ones were honorable mention. And those are actually stuff really good were, shows. <laughs> I actually really yep. like those shows. Um, mash. Oh goodness. I guarantee you so there's going to be to- so many fans like it, I would guarantee you at least somebody's going to be like, hell yeah, when you said TMNT. They, oh, like uh, the TMNT original, Ninja like, Turtles, oh, they're man. actually still huge. I can't, can you believe that? I I mean, I can. They keep yeah. they keep pumping every now and again. They pump out another movie or they pump out another, another concept show, for yeah. it. Like, yeah. I, 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 I liked the Nicktoons one they had. There was a 3D one, sort of. Like, the, the, the I, I don't want to say, like, 3D Jimmy Neutron style because Jimmy Neutron looks terrible. But they had, like, a, a 3D cartoon mm-hmm. uh version of TMNT and uh that series that was actually really good i think it ran it? further with like the original TMNT comics than the other ones did i don't know like canon wise i don't know if it did that's but the I know one that, that they did. that they modeled the like the big like three foot teenage mutant ninja turtle toys that we had at target for, uh, after i think it? i think so um they look very similar to, like the movie versions of the the live action movie one not live yeah. action but the the animated movie one 
Um, they look very similar. Okay. Um, the Krang in that one were like brain aliens that like yeah that had suits. I think they did. Um, oh. Anyway, it was a good it was a good show. Um, TMNT is always a solid yeah. pick, man. That's always absolutely. It's always a good one. Uh, let me pull up my list here. Number five. Number five. All right, number five. This will probably more than definitely be on your list as well. Uh, number five is gonna be do 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 do. Do, 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 do. The Office. Um, <laughs> I I tried to piano it and then I lost. I forgot what the piano <laughs> it, theme. Honestly, did. it it sounded like uh uh Sports Center for a second, <laughs> <laughs> like ESPN. The, da, na, na, da, na, na. Oh my god! <laughs> I was thinking similar. like do 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 do. I don't know. Um, yeah, The <laughs> Office. Uh, <laughs> the <laughs> Office <laughs> is a show <laughs> that yeah. I didn't really get into until um a few years ago, actually. Um. Yeah, I didn't discover it till one day when it was on in the break room at Target. Yeah. And well, then I was like, what is this? This is funny. <laughs> so I had someone show me the show and um, when we were watching it and, and like at first I was watching it and I was like, God, this sucks. I was like, this show sucks. I was like, why do you like this show? And um, they were like, no, 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 just keep watching. They were like, you, you got to watch a few episodes to kind of adapt to it truthfully you got to get past season one season one's only like five episodes like yeah, the pilot yeah. season is next to nothing but once you hit season two oh my god and michael scott's character is a little weird in season that's, one he's a little different that's what turns a lot of people off in in the office is michael in general just because of like how yeah how not mm. professional he is in so much of it <laughs> they're like oh my god i can't i love what I, what really turned me on to it was the awkward humor just like the number of situations michael scott will put himself into that like he makes you grab your hair and be like oh my god i cannot believe this is actually happening in some way shape or form well 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 how the turntables <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He tries to think about it. Yeah, he like he just stops, and David Wallace is just looking at him like, "Were you gonna continue with that one? Like that's that's not even right." And uh, the the one scene that comes to mind when I have to like when I have to think of the office is uh when he's at Phyllis's wedding, uh, oh. and and he's supposed to roll up their the grand the father or the grandfather. <laughs> yeah. And he fucking, he starts to roll him into the aisle because it's the only thing he's there for. And then the grandfather stops him and he gets up out of his wheelchair. The grandfather does this big it's moment a, was, for them. Yeah, Phyllis's dad. Yeah, 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 her dad. And then and then Michael is so pissed off that he can't be the center of attention that he starts smacking the wheelchair around the pews as he goes to sit down. <laughs> yeah, he, like, he like continues walking with it, just like drags it sideways oh instead god. of continuing to roll it. And it hits the pew. Like, it's oh just my god. One of the funniest, most awkward things that like if I had to send somebody a clip, it would be kind of like that whole wedding would be that would be like what I would show the office to be. So there's one scene in the office where um, where they ask Michael if he's ever been hunting and like in the show, they shortened it down to like it was like, uh, yeah, once I uh, shot a deer in the leg, had to kill it with a shovel. Um, it took about two hours. Oh my god! The full expanded bit from that <laughs> that Steve Carell did that I'm pretty uh, sure was improv. Oh my god! I was dying. It is so funny. I'll have to show you. Send you the yeah. The clip you'll have later. to show it to me. For oh sure. my god! I was dying. It but, was um, too funny. I definitely wasn't a fan of The Office. I had seen it before and just didn't like it. It's one of those shows you have to stick with, and like when you stick with it, it'll 
it'll suck you in so bad because you're just going to be like, damn, this is really funny. This is engaging. And there's continuity, um, which is probably the best part for me. I love shows with continuity. Uh, so yeah, the office it had to make this list somewhere. All right. So for my number five, this is the one fun fact that I was like, I couldn't remember or no, it wasn't. That was a different one. This is one of the ones that I was thinking of earlier, earlier today that came up and I was like, yes, I absolutely have to. Um, and actually we, we do, we do share, uh, this one. Um, it's Gravity Falls. I no way, dude. Yes, no way. I love Gravity Falls. I do not talk to Kevin prior to these episodes. We didn't even talk yeah, about TV shows. No, at like all. I, Hell I told yeah. him that there was one that I couldn't remember earlier. Like I had remembered it needed to be on the list, but I couldn't seem to remember it. Um, and uh, it, yeah, that one we haven't gotten to yet, but that we'll get to that. And Danny was like, "Which one is it?" And I was like, mm, "You'll see." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, "You can't." I was like, "Oh yeah, I should know." Um, I, I want to guess that one, but, but gravity falls, man, yeah. it's just so good. <laughs> I know it was, it's, it's so good. I, that's one of those, like, I, I actually started watching it when it came out, mm-hmm. like, because of the fact that it was like, Oh, it's Oregon. I was like, Oh my God, dad, Oregon yeah, takes place in Oregon, <laughs> which is, you know, home. <laughs> yeah. And so that was, I was just super excited about that. And so that's what got me started on it originally was just a, as a kid having like, a cartoon that was coming out that was Oregon. I was like, Oh my God, I have to watch this. And then before I knew it, I was like, well, this is really cool. And then like, I went back and watched it like later for the nostalgia and was like, Whoa, wait a second. This wasn't just for kids. There's some real shit in here. Yeah. yeah. There's some good plot. (laughs) This is stuff that I totally missed as a kid because it just went over my head. Like, Whoa. (laughs) Yep. So like kid adult doesn't matter. Gravity Falls, seriously, excellent, excellent show. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, I hate to, I hate to have like stolen your thunder like before oh, no, the episode, good. before the number, but I'm so glad it was on both of our lists because like, holy shit, the show is just, I mean, really, people will talk about it. You gotta watch it if you haven't seen Gravity Falls, even if you think it's like a dumb little kid show. Even if you're 30, 40 years old, you gotta watch it. It's just so good. Show it to your kids. Show it to your family. Just, it's so good. Say that was um, Dwayne on the uh, the lawful stupid Discord had chimed in one day. He was like, "Yep, so I just finished Gravity Falls with the kiddo, and dang, those of you that said that it was freaking good, you were right. This is an excellent show. That's and everybody. the kid loved it too. And I'm that's like, what yep. everybody says, man. Everyone's always like, that was really good. You were right. You know? yep. <laughs> it's so funny. And uh, the show ends, and you know, the creator was like, "Yeah, we we planned for two seasons. We could go more, but we're not gonna because like it." It was planned for two seasons. That's what I wrote for. That's what I want to end it on. And that's honestly, I I really admire him for doing that just because of the fact that it's like there are too many shows that are like, oh, my God, it's super popular. And so they just start cranking out more instead of ending it at a good closing point where they intended to end it. And sometimes it works out okay, and sometimes it doesn't. Like, Supernatural, I'm pretty sure, originally was supposed to close at Season 5. I'm sure. I'm like, sure. I'm almost 100% yeah. that it was supposed to end at Season 5, but it's picked up so much traction that they continued on with it. And that one, yeah. it worked out. They, it still was good. Like, seasons It had kind run. of an up and down in those later seasons, but, like, yeah. it, still, it still was good, and it was still relevant. Um, For sure. And, I mean, The Office was the same way uh, when Michael leaves in uh, season seven. A lot of people think that Um, they don't watch the rest of that. Yeah, so that was actually originally the plan, and that's why he left, was he was like, look, 
you guys said we were doing seven seasons. That's we're already past like what we probably should have done with this. We probably should have killed this in season five. Hey, but they got him back but, for that last episode. Yes, though. they did. He was like, <laughs> Even though so, Steve was like, no. <laughs> he goes, it's it's time. It's time for me to move on. It's time for me to go off and do other things. You want to continue it? That's your own deal. But yeah, I'm done. Um. So yeah, like hats off to to the creator of Gravity Falls because that that I mean it was so huge. Gravity Falls was so big that they did a real life ARG for. Gravity Falls. There was a there was a statue of Bill Cipher, the main antagonist, that you could find in real life in Oregon. That's awesome. Um, out in the woods. Even. I, I want to find that now. Uh, I think they they relocated it because it was. Uh, uh, I think it was like on the border of some national park or something, and so government was like no, and so they took it and they put it in a museum. I think. Um, but there is a there is a shack in Oregon. I can't remember what it's called, but it's ba- it's what they based the mm-hmm. the mystery house mystery mystery. What is it called? Mystery Shack? I want to say it was the Mystery Shack. I'm pretty yeah, sure think, it was the Mystery Shack. I think it's Mystery Shack. It's what they based the Mystery Shack on. Is like I think it was, it's either the House of Mystery here in Oregon. Actually, it is the House of Mystery, I think. Probably. Um, right I'd here, figure. honestly, like right up our road in, in Gold Hill. <laughs> um, right? That's the House of Mystery. I don't think that's Gold Hill. I think that's further up. House of Mystery? I want to say it's closer to Winchester. Either way, it's pretty close. <laughs> yeah. But it, yeah, like so anyway, <laughs> we love Gravity Falls. We absolutely advocate for you to watch it. <laughs> Good pick, Kevin. I I, uh, I share that pick. I am proud to share that pick I, with you. Number four. Number four. I think my uh, number four is going to surprise you like a lot. Okay, we'll see. Number four um, for me. So this one, this one you can kind of interchange with... Mm, really I could throw this one's an anime so I could throw a lot of other anime in this spot so a lot of other anime fall in here so if we did like a top 20 it'd be way easier for me but yeah um this one surprised me by just kind of popping out at me this one's gonna be Demon Slayer and um okay the reason Demon Slayer is one of my favorites is because um it's your typical anime, you know, Shonen Pro Tag. Uh, his family gets gets wiped out by a demon first episode, you know, hence the name Demon Slayer. Mm-hmm. And uh, wanting to go find the demon responsible, well, actually, his family gets wiped out, but his sister uh, ends up being turned into a demon. And um, while she's attacking him, um, he convinces her to kind of, like, fight, and she kind of gains back this will to not kill him. Meanwhile, this demon slayer who recently heard about the killing uh, tries to kill his sister, and so he stops him. And he's like, "Okay, well, if you're gonna if you're gonna save a demon, you're either gonna fight with us or you're gonna die with the demon. So you better fight with us." And so, um, to protect his sister and to protect himself, he becomes a demon slayer himself. He goes and he learns from this master, gets his ass kicked like several times, <laughs> brutally, you know. Um, but the dude is smart and he's a really likable guy and, um, the art is beautiful in the show. It has these techniques that they use from martial arts with their swords. Um, really beautiful, well-made show. Uh, just one of the better anime to come out in the last couple of years. And normally, um, and lately there's just been a slog at anime. So I, I had to throw it in there because it's one of the shows that I'm keeping up with and that I will continue and be excited for as it comes out. So yeah, Demon Slayer number four. Yeah, my uh, my sister is uh, just in love with that anime. Oh uh, really? Yeah. That and uh, uh, 
My Hero Academia are like her two favorite animes right surprise, now. Surprise, surprise. Um, <laughs> she uh, she had it on one day when I was over there at my parents' house. I was I was super tired. It was just, it was a rough day, and I was super tired. And she turned it on. It's like episode eleven or something like that. So like I didn't have any context or anything. I, I totally fell asleep. Oh, yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had somebody like, "How did you fall asleep to that?" I'm like, "I had no context. I, I didn't know I what was going on. I was just tired." Like, I, think I, I don't sort know. Of remember where that's at. That should be toward the end of the season. But yeah. So, but yeah. Um My number 4 is Minute to Win It. The game show? Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. Cuz I haven't Fucking! I haven't thought about that show. In I was gonna say I'm pretty sure it's school. not still on the air. Oh, um, I don't think so. It but be. like, it was it was an excellent game. I loved the challenges. I like Danny and I both. We went to Campus Life, and we uh, a lot of the games that we ended up playing were kind of modeled after or exact replicas of Minute to Win It games. Yep. So we kind of went through most of our middle school and high school career playing those games and so that's it's one of those it's just a high high value high um uh nostalgia type uh shows just because i when my when because my dad was the guy who ran it when um when he started introducing those games like i wanted to watch minute to win it even more because of that because i was like oh i gotta i gotta see the strategies that people are doing for these because <laughs> i'm i'm that competitive i was like i gotta kick everybody's ass at this yeah. i gotta be good and I mean, I feel you can you can ask Danny or any of my friends when it comes to putting ping pong balls into cups. I'm freaking pretty dang good, <laughs> all because of that. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good. And uh, I mean, minute to win it games are also just good to have for like parties. They're yep. good to have for they're excellent party games. Any any really situation. And um, those those years playing those games with your dad, you know, just a quick little personal blurb was really good at helping me break out of my shell as as an as kind of an introvert extrovert person um it helped me kind of open up to everybody because it's one of those things where like you play it's easy to get everybody can play it and everyone feels good playing it um i was super introverted in elementary school and then like middle school started doing campus life stuff like yeah it helped Forget a lot about it extrovert but, all the way <laughs> but that's neither here nor there this campus life but um yeah. yeah minute to win it that's a good pick i actually haven't seen the show itself i just know about like some of the games yeah i i should probably watch the show i i loved it i thought it was awesome what's the prize they compete for like the total uh, grand total initially it was a million dollars and then like they they dropped it down to Oop. like half a million <laughs> oops because yeah. like they found uh too many people that were or at too least good. i think so they found too many people that were just really good at the challenges which it, I absolutely would have been one of those people if I'd had taken like if yeah. I'd have been old enough when it was airing and taken the time to go down there like you would have done forget it. about it I probably would have made it out a guy hell yeah man cool minute to win it huh number four so number three right. what's Moving your number on three to number three uh this one again it's an anime so okay. you know two anime in a row not too bad um this one uh is a current anime is a current anime it's really good. Um, it's, it's usually an anime I show to people to get them into anime and that is attack on Titan. And you as knew that as, well, you knew as what soon that as you were be. like, you said it's current and I was like, okay, that eliminates a lot. And then you said it's the one that you show people to get them into it. And I was like, oh, it's attack on Titan. Yeah. Cause he, know, <laughs> he knows because like every time I've shown somebody attack on Titan, Kevin has been there for like 70, 80% of those times. 
I'm like, every time I'm like, oh, yes, let me watch so that I can get further because, yeah. And like every time I get a little bit further, I get like another episode further into Attack on Titan. Yeah. And then we restart it because it's somebody new. Yep. <laughs> um, but I mean, you know, what is there to say really about Attack on Titan? It's made by the guy who made Death Note. So like it's literally just kind of like it's beautiful for all the same reasons. It's beautiful for the art style, the music, the drama. Um, it's very similar to like The Walking Dead in that like it's kind of this it's not post-apocalyptic, but it's it's kind of it's it's not a modern society and it's sort of every the humanity is like on the brink you know yeah um and those stories are always so fun to me i just love the idea of like humanity struggling to survive and you see people bring out these primal urges and like um the main character aaron is is he i like him because he's he's got so much fire when he starts out and um one thing that gets me in a in a character in anime for sure is like determination when they have determination um, or like tenacity. Um, it's really cool to see them kind of like blow up in kind of like a fury. Aaron is another reason why I enjoy watching with you when you show people Attack on Titan because of the <laughs> very beginnings. Oh, bye. <laughs> When, Which he get, part? when he gets eaten by the Titan. <laughs> oh, that's not the first episode, but no, it's not. But it's like right at the oh. beginning. Well, I guess spoilers, it's like one of the first but, couple. But like he's, yeah, one of the first few. Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, we're following Aaron, and then just pff, dead. And you're like, I just love watching the look on everyone's face because they're like, wait, wasn't he the main character? And you're like, yeah. You're like, but but <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, I mean. There's a lot of stuff like that in the yeah. show, you know. They they're not yeah. afraid to kill kill off their characters either. Which that's one I, thing I, I really enjoyed right. about it. It was like everyone was expendable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's real there's real stakes. You kind of feel like the and the, what's funny, you know, it, and I won't make this much longer. But what's funny about Attack on Titan is like when you're watching it, if you get really immersed into it. You get like this sense of patriotism for humanity. Mm-hmm. You get this sense of like. Of like, come on! Like they play like really like uplifting kind of like do 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 like like really good theme music that would be like a national anthem almost, and you like you get into it. You're like, yeah, let's go scouts. You know, it's really good at doing that. And um, on top of just being a really good, well written show and probably one of the best anime ever made, um, it's a great one to show people that anime is not just uh, some child uh, animation. <laughs> so it's it's a really good one that ropes people in. It's got mystery. It's got tense. It's it's got tense moments. It's got drama. It's got everything. Um, it's got humor. It's really funny. Um, it's got badass moments. So yeah, Attack on Titan. Okay, so. This one was the one that I was like, I I could not for the life of me remember it, but I knew that I had to put it on my list. Okay, let me, does it start with a Y? No. Okay, thank God. Okay, well then it's not that one. All right, yeah, go ahead. Code Lyoko. I feel like I could have guessed that one, and I, I totally botched it because I just my mind was not there. Oh, of course it is. Yep. We talk about Cold it all Lyoko. the time. Well, not Every, all the like, time. But. It resurfaces with us a lot. Yeah, like, yeah. I, oh my God, I <sighs> loved Code Lyoko when it was on TV. I lost my Code shit Lyoko. when it was on... Da, da, da. Um, 
when they put it on Netflix, when I discovered that it was on Netflix, I lost my shit. I was so excited. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> no fucking way. <laughs> so I, yeah, I got way too excited about that. I, I loved the, the conflict with Xana and the, just the, uh, storyline with God. getting Aelita out of Lyoko and back like into the human, like the, the material world. world, the human mm-hmm. world. Like all of all of that struggle, all of the like shenanigans at school and their, you know, all of that stuff that they had to do. It just so enjoyable. Plus, like, honestly, Code Lyoko, like the way that they set up the like the difference in animation when they enter Lyoko, like it really felt like they yeah. were entering a video game, yeah. a virtual world. It that's, was, it was very clearly different. And honestly, I kind of wanted a, a game to play. Like I wanted to play that. Yes, exactly. Same. That's exactly how I felt, felt about it. You know, Cause like, like they went from 2d animation for like the standard to a 3d for the game, which the was characters super... look weird in 2d, you know, honestly, like some of their foreheads are massive, <laughs> like <laughs> odd. <laughs> yeah. And you mean, yeah, they have massive foreheads, but then they, they go uh, into the game world and yeah, it looks like a yeah. game that, that's a good point. They really did make it feel like they were transitioning into a game. And mm-hmm. as a kid, you're watching it and you're like, you're like, man, I wish I could go travel in the sewers, find a machine. And then like, I get transported to a video game world yeah. where I can die. And then I just come back here. Like that's literally what they do. Um, yep. yeah. Code Lyoko is great. Uh, it's got a really unique plot of like these kids that they find a machine. Right. And then, um, it's really just, they find a machine, I think at first and then yeah, they, they find- explore it. Yeah, they find like a computer down in a factory. Uh, Jeremy does the one of the yeah. main characters, and he just kind of like he kind of checks it out, and he kind of he like goes through because he's like super into computer stuff. So he just kind of like he kind of investigates it and goes through the whole ordeal, and he discovers that there's this whole virtual world like saved in this computer system, and then he discovers that there's uh, uh, like a personality, a person on that like in that world on that deal but there's not any person in any of the virtualization chambers so like there's no there's no body for them to you know enter so they go through this like whole ordeal where jeremy continues to try and figure out a way to get this character Aelita, um out of lyoko and into the real world um it's literally the it's literally a weeaboo's fantasy of finding an anime girlfriend yep. and then bringing her into the real world. Yep. That's literally what he's trying to do. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's um, really cool though. Like a lot of the a lot of the fights. I mean, most of the action takes place in the video game world, but there is a lot of action in their world. Yeah. Like before they go into the video game world, um, a lot of times a disaster will happen. Yep. It's something something caused by Xana, and then they have to go in and deactivate the the tower that Xana has activated to cause this catastrophe. Xana is like this alien a- AI, right? He's like an alien. He's, he's like a he was like another entity that was in the world that was specifically trying to. I'm I'm not sure if he was trying to. I don't remember. It's been too long since yeah, I, I, I need to rewatch again. It. I don't think they ever. But like Xana was trying to like. I'm not sure if Xana was trying to like destroy the outside world. Or if Xana's attempts to um, break out manifested in his, like, destruction of everything. 
Yeah. There's literally one episode that I remember where he, Xana, the the antagonist, like he literally takes control of a government satellite <laughs> and shoots a laser at one of the protagonists. Yep. And right before that laser hits through his head, it, like they reset totally the world. It freezes and like. And that's that's code Lyoko is like when they they so along the way trying to like turn her into normal they travel through the game world and they bring her to these towers and Alita is apparently the only one who can make her way to these towers yep she's the only one who can enter them and she resets code lyoko which in turn resets the real world back to when they started the day yep um and without of course xana messing up whatever so it's yeah, really so like, it's so it unique undoes, yeah it undoes the damage that xana caused and then like resets to that day and then it like replays how the day would have gone if they hadn't uh, like yeah. at the end of each episode and the kids all keep their memories everybody else is theirs yeah. of course um but it's it's such a unique cool premise yet again it's another kid show technically that was so mature and I think ahead of its time. Like that's oh Kevin, that's such a good pick because so I good. love that show. The soundtrack's great. The opening yes. song, I could listen to it all day I know. long. Could listen um, to it on repeat. Yeah, easily. And um he's like, I gotta listen to it now. Yeah, it's stuck in my head. <laughs> um, I was stuck in my head as soon as I remembered. Definitely it. I watch like, oh. give Code Lyoko a try, guys. If you're sure if that I'm sounds, pretty sure it's still on Netflix. I think so, yeah. If that sounds entertaining to you, you know, like kids finding a thing, preventing world disaster, rewinding time, you know, like do it, you know, it, watch it. It's really good. I promise. Um, damn, damn good pick, Kevin. That one, that one will be hard to, hard to follow up. Let's see. Were we moving on to number two already? Uh, yes. Lyoko was my number three. Holy moly. Okay. Number two. This one is going to be less, uh, oops, something happened. Um, number two is going to be less uh, less anime. <laughs> it's not an anime. Um, this one, uh, I also hadn't gotten into until like the last couple of years. Um, this one's a comedy though, and it's a comedy that it's not really deep. It doesn't really like touch your heartstrings. It doesn't really like have any real meaning. It's just kind of a fun adventure to be on, and it's a show I love to keep on sometimes or like or watch whenever I'm like. <laughs> Under the influence. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's going to be It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, okay. And uh, this one is very similar to The Office in that you have to watch it a little bit, get into it before it actually starts to get really good. And, of course, the early seasons are always a little tough, but... Um, you know, the show has, like, its own continuity where, like, some things are canon, some things are not, and then, like, like uh, Dennis, one of the main characters, has, like, this really psychotic personality that just mm. barely... It barely squeezes out here and there like like every now and then he he'll say something and you're like oh my god that's terrible you know like they reference him like recording women that he sleeps with and he doesn't tell them yeah <laughs> and like his bed will like shift and like make them like spread you know it's just <laughs> it's a really funny show Danny DeVito is in it he's known for the show um Charlie Day is in it mm-hmm. in fact Charlie Day um and the other two guys I can't remember their names I feel so bad but Mac Mac, Charlie, and Dennis from the show are all real life friends, and they made the show together. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it it got really huge. It's still going even, and um, it's just really a really funny show, especially when you pick up on the little nuances. I'll give you an example really quick. There's a there's a scene where um they're buying a boat, mm-hmm. and Dennis is talking about how uh this Dennis is talking about how like they use a boat to pick up chicks, and he's like, yeah, we're gonna be out on the water, we're gonna pick up some chicks and, he, and then Max like oh, all right cool cool and that's how they'll sleep with us and he and Dennis will be like yeah we're gonna be out in the water so I mean like they're gonna have to sleep with us and Max like what, what do you mean by that he's like he's like well you know because of the implication 
Max like, what what does that mean? Because of the implication, he's like, well, not that there's anything they have to worry about, but you know, like, they're out in the water, you know, two dudes who they they don't know, and you know, no one's gonna hear them scream for help, so you know, like, ah, help me, they're not gonna be heard, so you know, they might as well, you know, because of the implication, he's like, Max like. It sounds like they don't want to have sex with you, though, man. <laughs> and it kind of goes like that. It's a running, like it's a running little bit they do in the episode. It's really, really funny. I, I absolutely love it. It's, it's really funny. And like, I know a dude on online that got a tattoo of Dennis's face on his arm, and it says because of the implication. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, so use my Dave and Buster's card at the Chili's. <laughs> yeah, um, but also if you're not a fan of offensive humor, it is pretty offensive. They even have an episode where they do blackface. But granted, the whole group is like they're supposed to be idiots. Like they are yeah. actually dumb and they are actually like stupid. So obviously, the back the blackface is like you guys are so dumb. Um, but it is a very crude, very rude humor. So if you can't if you can't really handle that humor, then don't watch it. But um, I really it's need one to my, watch more episodes. I've only seen a couple. It, it's really one of those shows that you could pick up and play any episode really, and it's just it it's just really funny. You, you'll yep. you'll pick up laughs here and there, and then if you really get into it, you can follow the story a little bit. And reoccurring characters like Rickety Cricket. Um. So yeah, number two was uh, it's always sunny, and not to say that. You know, it's my second favorite show of all time or anything like that. But, you know, it, it made the list pretty high. So my number two was Supernatural. Oh, goddamn. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even realize was, you hadn't said it yet. It's yeah, down there, huh? It was it was up there on that list. Um, that a guy. I just, it, I, I, when I found it, I spread it everywhere, too. Like, after yep. you showed it to me, it was like, I, I told people about it all the time. I was like, oh, my God, this show. Really good. And, it up until I got so busy that I don't really like outside of when I'm going to bed, I don't really end up watching many TV shows anymore, which is part of the reason why my list is all so many like older shows is <laughs> yeah, because yeah. like Stuff I just don't really younger. watch TV that much anymore. Um, so like he or that like, yeah, it was just one of those. That was one of those shows that just. It was it was a big it was a big part when I actually was watching TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's I mean it it is, but it's beloved. It has a great community, um, a very loving community too. I see. Uh, um, fun fact: Danny and I and one of our friends actually dressed up as Sandine yeah. and Cass one Halloween. I think we did pretty good too. I don't I do remember too. where that picture is, but uh, I think uh, I either. think it was a pretty good picture. You know, for what yeah. we had, we didn't have jackets or anything like that. Yeah, we made like, a, you made a little. Uh, you, I made a you, little uh, the demon killing gun for knife me, and yeah, a little little colt. Cut a, I he, made him out he, of cardboard. Yeah, he drew a colt gun, like a gun, like a drawing of the colt on a piece of cardboard, and cut it out and gave it to me. He's like, "Here, you're Dean." I'm like, "What?" Because yeah. he had the long hair for Sam, and I had the shorter hair, shorter hair for Dean. Yeah, um, not that I, I look anything like him, but I say I dressed, I dressed like Sam in the pilot episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you look incredibly like Sam, actually, in the pilot. Um. When he was his, his yeah, shorter, like his yeah, it was hair. like his shorter long hair, yeah, and then like he was just kind of wearing like jean jacket, jean pant, like and jeans and like yeah. But then I also like I drew a picture of the the demon killing knife that they was, get like who later was on. Castiel is Isaac. Got the the trench coat and that's yeah. right, that's right, yeah, good times, man, yeah. 
Yep. So that's how much we love Supernatural. Yep. Or, or we we that's really my did senior love quote the show. was uh, House Rules. Sammy uh, Shack uh, Driver picks the music. Shotgun shuts shotgun his cake <laughs> Like oh straight God. up that, that show was such a huge part of my life for so long. Okay. Well, number one is coming up and, um, okay. Should this we do one. the honorable mentions before the number one? Yes, you're right. Yes, that. we should. Okay. I'll do mine really quick. Okay. I've got quite a few. Zoom so, through them. No yeah, explanations. Yep. Yep. So honorable mention, uh, anime Hunter Hunter, um, really could have thrown it in here with any of the other animes. Li- really, literally, uh, Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. same reason I love, um, uh, like any of the other ones with a, with a, with continuity plot, uh, Dragon Ball Z. That one is huge yep. for foundation for anime. Of course, Sherlock, um, oh, because yes. it's very, it was, it was Benedict mm, just so good. Um, Nathan, for you, it's kind of a play. If you've ever seen the show The Prophet, um, it's kind of like Gordon Ramsay, but for businesses. So they he gives he gives loans and he helps them build up their business. Except Nathan, for you, is a twist on that where Nathan d- helps businesses by doing some weird off the wall shit. It's a co- show on Comedy Central, so it's really funny. I'll show you one episode one time. Um, Stranger Things, uh, definitely loved that show when it came out. Um, and I put the original Yu-Gi-Oh on there because I, I, you know, I, that almost made my list. I was like, maybe, but it's been so long and I don't really watch it that much. So, so honorable mentions for me, uh, Merlin, as a, a BV, BBC, uh, TV show, British, uh, TV show. That's right. Merlin. Um, I do remember yeah. that. Yeah. Merlin. That was a good one. Yeah. Um, Sherlock is absolutely a, a honorable mention on mine. Same with Rick and Morty. Um, I had a couple more and now they're escaping me because I didn't write them down, um, which they'll probably come to me as soon as we stop recording. But um, those were kind of the big ones um, that definitely were like they were close, but they just didn't they didn't quite make the list yeah. for me. Um, I, I mean, a lot of mine were like interchangeable with the honorable mentions, honestly. Um, oh, uh, Avatar, The Last Airbender. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's, uh, Star that's Wars, The Clone Wars. Yep, yep. Those are ones that I haven't seen all of, but I've seen enough to really like <laughs> gauge it. And I need to like mm. go through and watch them, you know, end to end. Um, but both of those were, yeah, those were good ones that almost, but not quite. Okay. Um, number one, number one, this, this show, I'll take a little bit to explain this show. Um, this show means a lot to me. Uh, like, like, it's an anime, <laughs> of course, but um, it means a lot to me because not only did I grow up with it and watch it with my brother and kind of go on this long journey with it, the show is really, really good at having a conversation with you about what it means to be a human, and it really helped me at a low point in my life, um, and the show is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, mm-hmm. um, or Full Metal Alchemist 2003, you can either one of those um this show is just it follows the story of two brothers ed and alphonse whose mother died at a young age and in this universe uh alchemy exists and with alchemy you can create whatever you want so long as you have the components that make up the whole um you can break it down and make it into something else so you can take rocks and turn them into um like a sculpture if you want and um so ed and al's mom die when they're really young and they miss her so much that they try to bring her back to life. Um, and that has very serious, very deep consequences for them. 
the older brother Edward loses his left arm and right leg um, and uh, as part of a toll and the younger brother loses his entire body as part of that toll and uh, Ed manages to get his brother back by trapping his soul in a suit of armor um, and the two are on a journey to find the Philosopher's Stone uh, which will allow them to get their bodies back and that's all they want um, the show there's so much like the original series I think has 52 or 53 episodes I think the Brotherhood has 64 of the two I always suggest people to watch Brotherhood because it's got more action but the the original 2003 which is the one I started watching with you um, that one has more ambiance and character development and it takes its time making the first half of the show and then it kind of loses its way later on but the show is so good at like raising these questions to you about like what is a human soul what's that worth and then like just kind of offering you all kinds of questions like in brotherhood there's there's a point um this is one of the it makes me tear up because i think about it but (laughs) barely talk about it there's a point where um the girl winry her parents died in a war and she finds the guy who kills them and um, she has a gun next to her, and she picks up the gun. She aims it at him. And uh, Ed and Al, they, they they need this guy for, like, their plan or whatever. So they, they get in front of the gun, and he's like, do not shoot this man. You know, like, please don't do it. Like, not only is it bad for us, like, it's bad for you. You shouldn't be killing people. And um, Ed, eventually, like, the guy escapes, and she ends up not shooting him, but she's crying. And then, like she feels guilty because she didn't kill this dude who killed her parents. And she's like, why couldn't I shoot him? And Ed's like, um, Ed's like, (laughs) sorry, I get choked up thinking about it. Mm -hmm. But Ed's like, she was the mechanic who worked on his prosthetic limbs. And so Mm -hmm. he's like, well, and he takes her hand and he's like, you gave me an arm and a leg. And he starts pulling her fingers off of the gun. You gave me an arm and a leg and you helped deliver a baby because you uh it's because you were meant to create life not take it away uh and then she like breaks down and this the episode ends it's so sad but um it's kind of like one of those really deep shows that you watch that really makes you question like like what is it what does it mean to be human and like where do we get like all of our sins and all of our all of our mistakes and like how do we redeem ourselves so that's my super deep talk on my number one. <laughs> I hate that I can't talk about things that I'm passionate about without tearing up because it makes it super hard to talk on a goddamn podcast. But yeah, just a little bit. Um, but definitely watch Full Metal Alchemist if you haven't seen it yet. Um, Brotherhood is the one I always suggest. My number one is going to surprise absolutely no one. <laughs> if you know me, this is you've been expecting this the whole way through, and it's The Office. Um, (laughs) (laughs) the office is the show, uh, that I can almost perfectly quote as it's happening, as we're going through the episodes, I have had many a person smack me because I say the line just before or as it's being delivered. Um, because I just, it finds, I find it far too entertaining. It is the show that I have the most obscure references from it is way too often that I will say something that has to do like it's from that show and someone is, huh? What? <laughs> I'm like, 
it's never mind. It's the office. Like literally the other day I had, there was somebody that was like, uh, there's like a RP space on the, uh, the lawful stupid discord. And they had like a, an argument amongst people. And I was like, yeah, unfortunately the character that I was feeling that day, had I been free, definitely would not have been a part of this confrontation. He would have been like, yeah, I could help. And as soon as someone snapped him, he'd have been like, all right, you have fun. Let me know how it turns out. See you later. And just not even dealt with it. Um, and so I was like, cause I totally would have been down to like be part of the drama and do that. Cause that'd be fun. And they were like, all right, I'm going to message you now. Like I'm a, I'm gonna at you next time and be like, yo, snug, you want to fight? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'll have you roll for a challenger and then I'll hide in a snowman. But, and they were like, I don't, I don't understand the reference. I get it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, it's, it's the snowball fight with Jim yeah, and Dwight yeah. in the office. Like, I love so that. I love that scene. I was like, basically, well, cause they, they were like, I just couldn't get into the office. So I have no idea. And, and when like, they start getting hit by snowballs, I don't know where he's yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah. So basically what happens is, is Dwight hides in a snowman when they're supposed to be having a snowball fight. So Jim comes down he's like, there's no Dwight. There's just a fucking snowman down here. Like, that's weird. He turns around and there's locks and chains, like holding the door shut, which I'm not sure how they managed that one like obviously Dwight had to have a helper on that one maybe Nate came out and did it real uh, quick Mose, probably. yeah one of the two Moses a little sneaky sometimes um and then uh and like so Jim turns around and he sees the locks and he's like well that's weird and then when he turns back towards the snowman all of a sudden Dwight just breaks out of it with a backpack full of snowballs and just pelts him he knocks him over and they're like until he ran runs out of snowballs and then he like sets his foot on jim and just ah! <laughs> and no, then I mean, off he runs to be fair jim was pelting dwight the entire episode he was hitting him with like snowballs i think or he was doing something to it he was fucking with him somehow if i remember right no that was dwight did it to jim the whole the was whole it episode dwight the whole yeah time? what oh the, i thought so uh, the reason it started oh, yeah, was and from jim is like, like all scared when he yeah. leaves the office that's right yeah the it was the the previous mention like the earlier uh deal when there was like the first snowfall of winter he's like hey look it's snowing and i was like isn't that just so magical for you little girl do you just want a cup of hot chocolate <laughs> he goes it's not even a real snow it's just a dusting and jim goes outside like makes up a snowball and comes in and goes hey dwight Poof, and hits him in the face with the snowball ah you could have you could have seriously injured me there was a pebble in here and then he's like i challenge you to a a real snowball fight on the first real snow of winter and so that was that's where the what snowball happened, fight yeah. came from and okay, then yeah, yeah dwight just like attacked him from everywhere he the dressed up as is, pam like it was a whole yeah it is just so good you know uh, i'm really glad that you're going last because then that way we can then lightheartedly <laughs> um <laughs> yeah that's yeah the office like well there there are some tearjerker episodes in there too i was gonna too, say like, the office has made me laugh it has made me cry it has made me feel angry like i've it has really invoked real emotion like i'm not i'm not one of the people that generally like ends up crying at tv shows or movies like i'll get super entranced in them and like super into it but generally i don't really i don't really cry much at movies um or tv shows but like i i haven't actually cried but i, I get a little choked up like in the final episode and in the um uh, the wedding episode, which like Jim and Pam's wedding. Really? That one gets oh, that's me. that's an yeah. interesting one. Huh. Um, the final episode you said, I, yep. I mean, I always, the, I always, the one that the when episode Michael when leaves, Michael leaves too, yeah. Yeah. That one, when they start singing to mm -hmm. him, I'm like, damn. I know. Oh my goodness. 
Yeah, because then they start talking. Whatever. I'm gonna start crying again. That's. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah that one. Oh my word, that show. It's it's just it's just amazing. Like I I understand it's not everybody's cup of tea. There are some people that just can't do for it. Sure. And I totally get that. Like I don't I don't uh, judge you for wrong. that. Like <laughs> I, don't, I don't judge you for not liking it. Like it's totally fine. But I that show will forever live. The entire show will forever live rent free in my brain. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Well, Kevin, we made it to the end of our top 10 yes, TV shows episode. And dare I say, it was a damn good episode, I think. Indeed. I think that we had some pretty good discussion. I think that we shared like a couple of really good ones. I, I honestly, I don't I don't think I would have put Code Lyoko on there. Definitely would have thrown it in my honorable mentions, but it's one of those shows that I share with you that I fucking loved. I love that show you so know? much. Um so we, I think we did pretty good, and we're running right at about an hour and twenty-five. So there we go, fucking perfect, man. Timed it's it almost well. like we're getting used to this. I know, right? Um, <laughs> almost like we're really starting to hit our stride. Something like that. Um, I, I really don't really have much outside of those those top tens. Um, I think that's it. Um, I guess really all I got for everybody now, now that we finished our top tens is like, seriously, seriously, we absolutely take what you guys like, what you guys like and what you dislike to heart when it comes to the podcast. 100%. So seriously, um, they added a function on Spotify. You can now actually write podcasts. It won't let you, it won't let you write a comment but it will let you uh, rate like stars. So please, if you're listening on Spotify and you like the podcast, please give us a rating so we can see it. Um, Even if it's a low rating. Even if we suck. If there's comments that you want to give us, absolutely send us an email at snugdanpod at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah, like we want to hear your feedback 100%. Uh, You can tweet at us on Twitter. Uh, that one is, I believe, also SnugDanPod. Uh, I believe so, yes. That um, one is written out. Our Instagram is SDNerdCast. Yep. Um, so any of those should pop up on, on, on the search bar. Yep. Um, um, so, yeah, just find us on our socials. Um, you know, send us send us messages. Let us know what you guys like, what you just like, something you want to hear more about. Um, the people that have messaged us about things they want to hear about can attest that we have absolutely spoken about those things. And hopefully we delivered pretty well. Uh, I, th- I think we did. I think that this episode is a really good, not an example of that, but just kind of a good um a good try at, at doing, uh, you know, something a little different from what we normally do. Cause normally yeah. we mean kept out of that talk. We, we normally look up our articles and news articles and stuff and talk about that. But this time I think we re- I really enjoyed this episode personally. Yeah. I, I like this episode a lot. So, um, yeah. Uh, thanks. Any, any kind of feedback is valuable and mm-hmm. very cherished. Um, and of course, as always, the support that you guys give is couldn't be more valuable than gold. I mean, it is more valuable than gold. I guess it could be. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I got too, man. I guess we will exit out, huh? All right. Well, with that being said, everybody, um, Kevin and I, we both surely hope that you all stay safe, stay happy, and above all else, stay nerdy. We'll catch you in the next one. Have a good evening, guys.